Hi, everybody. This is Marna Thal with the Thin Within podcast, where I give you mental secrets for weight loss mastery. And many of you have said to me, Marna, why don't you take your weekly Facebook lives and put them on your podcast? So here is this week's Facebook Live. Well, hello, everybody. Hello. How are you? Well, here we go. I mean, my kids had and will have about seven days of live school. And then we were were just told last night that the kids will be back virtual on Monday. (laughs) What a year. What a year we're having. It is crazy. Well, today I want to talk to you all about four things that you can do to help speed up some weight loss. And I want to talk to you about these things from the vantage point of, yes, I could tell you to eat carrots. I could tell you to eat celery all day long. That is not what we're talking about. No, that is not what we're talking about. We're not talking about speeding it up from a standpoint of just depriving yourself of food you want or giving yourself just celery sticks. I mean, that's an easy way to lose weight. That is not a lasting way to lose weight. So I want to talk about real weight loss and things you can really do to speed up your weight loss. That's much more profound, much more lasting, much more holistic. And I am excited to share with you those things because I want you to just sort of notice as I'm talking about these things, I want you to notice Where are you in the continuum of what I'm sharing? Are you like, yep, I got that? Or are you saying, hmm, that's a real great opportunity for growth. (laughs) And no matter where you are, it's perfect. That's perfect. It's just to shed some light on what will help you step up and step into having faster, better, easier weight loss. Okay? So let's start with the very first thing. One of the first things I want you to think about is how well do you like your body, people? How well are you liking your body? You've got to like your body more than you hate it. You might want to write that down. You want to like your body more than you hate it. (laughs) I know this seems obvious, but so much of the time when you're trying to lose weight, you're in this I'm broken mode. My body is terrible. My behaviors suck. I can't figure this out. And I want to encourage you to think about something. I started getting into weight loss 20 some years ago and started working with people and working with myself. I started seeing some patterns, significant patterns that most of the time people were putting on weight because their body was trying to love them, protect them, nurture them, So it made a lot of sense to think about, wow, if our body's trying to protect us from something, either a bad feeling we're feeling or an emotion we don't want to experience or to numb out so we don't have to feel that painful feeling or to avoid a task. If that is why our body is creating this weight, wouldn't it make sense that our bodies will start to lose weight by doing that very same thing without using food? So in other words, starting to give yourself the protection, the love, the kind words, all of that 
love will help you start to lose weight because if you're losing weight from a place of I hate my body, I hate myself, and then let's say you make a mistake, what happens? I hate myself even more. I didn't do this right. I can't do this well enough. It's like you might like your being and your essence, but if you really hate your body, you're going to be at war. So I want to encourage you to think about, wow, what is my body actually craving from me? Ask yourself this. What is your body actually craving from you? Love, attention, connection. What is your body craving, craving from you? And I want you to really think about that from a standpoint of love and protection and caring and kindness. I know when I think about it, I think about my body is craving some attention, like getting out and moving and being with my body. My body is craving at times water and lots of it, lots of fluid so it can digest and move things through. Mentally, my body's craving kindness and love and compassion and support. What is your body craving? Think about it, write it down. So one of the things I wanna give you is an opportunity also to do this experiment and this exercise. Where you stand in front of a mirror, ooh, I know it's scary, but you stand in front of a mirror and you just look at yourself in the eyes and you see yourself and you just tell yourself, I love you because and you start to find the love inside of you, inside of your eyes, looking eye to eye with yourself in the mirror. How many of you are looking in the mirror and looking into your eyes? Or are you looking down at the body parts or up at the body parts or wherever at the body parts you don't like? That's what we typically do. We're like, oh, I hate that fat. Oh, my little tushy, my big tushy, my stomach. Oh. We're never looking at our eyes. We're never saying, oh, you're such an amazing, beautiful human being. You're so incredible and capable of so much. I'm so proud of the work you're doing. I'm so proud of the fact that you're showing up for yourself. I'm so proud of the fact that you're trying your best and you have hope for your body and I will help you lose weight. But you are not just your thighs. <laughs> you're not just your stomach. You're so much more. So I wanna encourage you to do the exercise of just looking in a mirror and looking in your eyes. See your eyes, see those beautiful eyes looking back at you and say to yourself, I love you because. And spend time feeling what that feels like. Allow any emotion to come out. I know when I've done this, I just can start crying sometimes because I feel the intense pressure that I put on myself at different times in my life and the different thoughts I have that don't support loving myself. And I'll just like explode into tears, just feeling that it drain away. And you know what I'm left with? This gift of just being like, oh, I am pretty awesome. I'm beautiful. I love myself because I'm passionate. I care for others. I'm trying my very best to do the best job as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner. I just love that about myself. I love the fact that I have amazing friends and I've created a community around me, right? You can go on and on. Amber, absolutely, you are worth it. Absolutely. 
So practice that. It's a great exercise for you to step into, to start really coming into the place of loving your body and yourself more than hating it. If hating is running the show, there's going to be resistance. There's going to be a lot of pain. There's going to be a lot of, of resistance inside of your heart, your body, your mind. All right. So now let's look at number two. I want you to create tools to control how you feel and the conversation in your mind. The clients that I see losing the most weight are the ones who are quickly attacking their inner dialogue. They're not spending time in victimization mode. They're not hanging out in woe is me. They're attacking in a kind, loving way, attacking their inner dialogue, the conversations that they're having in their mind. Where are you at with your conversations in your head? Are they mostly negative, positive, neutral? Where are you at? Share with me. When you change the conversation in your head around your body, about what you're capable of, you change your relationship with the experience of the thing you don't like with your life. Listen, there's times where a conversation in your head is going to go by the wayside. I get it. But what I want you to always bring back and just know that you can change the conversation in your head. If you are having negative conversations, negative thoughts, negative feelings about yourself, about the holidays, about who you're capable of becoming, what I like to do is just look at the thought. I'll just write the thought down. And then I'll look at that and I'll look at, is that supporting me to lose weight, feel good about my body and have the life I want? Or is it not? And then I'll just say, hmm, most of the time it's not, it's real clear. And I write it down and then I look at how do I want to think instead? How do I want to think instead? What's a thought that I could have that's realistic, that's true, that feels in integrity with me and where I'm at and will get me better results? That's then, then I, when I come up with that sentence, everybody, when you come up with that sentence, all of a sudden you're like, when it's the right sentence, when it's the right thought or feeling, you're like, yep, that's it. And you can let it go. It's amazing. So take the time to see that thought. Catch thoughts here and there that are spinning in your head that are not serving you. Write it down. See what it is so that you can do something different with it. When you start replacing and being the master, constructor of your thoughts, that changes how you show up with your body. When I look at my thoughts and I look at the feelings and I would look at them way long ago too and go, wow, is that serving me? No, I would change it. I would get excited about it because I would find a statement that resonated and felt true, that I wanted to believe, that I wanted to create, that felt an integrity for who I was in that moment. Then all of a sudden that changed. I could then be that person thinking a new thought. And when you're being a person, thinking a new thought, you are going to show up differently. Absolutely. So the question, and I'm seeing some of you say, is, yeah, it's a process or it's a lot of hard work. 
I want you to be careful of the word hard work. It doesn't have to be hard. It is not hard, literally, for me to write a sentence of what I'm thinking down. It is not hard for me to then come up with a new sentence. Now, it could take a little focus and a, and a minute of my time. So be careful with that. We don't want to add the element of it being hard or difficult or complicated. Let's make it fun and enjoyable. I love changing my thoughts now. I love it, love it, love it, love it. And I love doing it for my clients. I love when I hear something that they say and I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to change that around. We're going to shift that. That is not serving you. I love it because I know when we shift the thoughts and they go, oh, yeah, that's it. That's what I want to believe instead. That changes their actions and it keeps them going. So that's number two. Create tools to control how you feel and the conversation in your mind. I gave you a tool today. Write the sentences that you're thinking down that are not serving you. Or write the sentence down. If it's boinging it around in your head, write it down. Is that, and then look at it. Is that going to help contribute to me losing weight, feeling amazing in my body? If it's not, what will? What's a better thought? What's a believable thought that I want to take on? What am I excited to take on? It will change your life. I am telling you. I am telling you. The third thing. Take a stand for your body. This is so, so, so important. I tell you this all the time, that losing weight is an act of self-love. It's an act of self-love. You can see what I'm saying, like with your thoughts, with your beliefs, with your actions. But here's what I mean by taking a stance for yourself. How many of you are standing up for your hunger, are saying, mm, I'm not hungry yet. Let's wait to have dinner. How many of you are vocalizing what you want in terms of food? Or are you letting everybody else decide? Or are you choosing foods because that's what everybody else is doing? Standing up for your body and standing up for its needs looks like this. It looks like saying more no thank yous to when people are like, here, here's some food, <laughs> here's candy, here's this food, here, come on, have this, enjoy this pie I made for you. You can say, yes, I would love to have that when I'm hungry. Yes, thank you so much, you are the best. I'm not saying that you have to be rude, I'm just saying that it's about standing up for your body and saying no thank you to food pushers, No. Thank you to family members who want you to eat right now and you're not hungry. What would it take for you to start standing up for yourself? What would it take to start saying, you know what? I'm not hungry right now. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So think about that. Think about standing up for yourself, honoring, taking a stance, having that self-love inside of you that cares enough about your body to at some times disagree or ruffle a few feathers. Some of you are so scared to be so nice at restaurants that you get things that you didn't want. <laughs> or you hate the way it tastes and then you're still eating it. What are you training your brain? Oh, it doesn't matter. Just keep eating whatever food I want to eat. No, it does matter. 
if you don't love it, you could either wrap it up, you can let them know, you know, I really am sorry, I don't want to be a pain, but I really don't love this. Is there anything that we can do here? Or that you order something, but you really want it to be cooked a certain way, and you don't ever say it because you think it's going to be annoying, you're going to be obnoxious. But what if you did it in a way where you didn't feel obnoxious and you didn't feel irritating to others and you felt like, oh, no, I'm just I'm just lovingly standing up for myself because I know I feel better when I have this food cooked in butter instead of olive oil or whatever. Right. You get the point. Saying no, thank you. Will be empowering the more you really get when you're telling yourself no thank you when you're saying no thank you you're saying yes to your body you're saying yes to yes i'm saying yes to me when i say no thank you to you and that isn't a bad thing and it doesn't mean i have to be deprived and it doesn't mean i have to feel bad it means i'm saying not right now i'm waiting for hunger i'm waiting to feel inside of my body I'm waiting or I'm full. I no longer want any more. When someone's like, oh, but I just made you. Honey, I just made you this delicious cake. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll eat it. Okay, and you do that and you eat it and you're already full. And then you're putting more food in your body. Instead of getting really good at being like, mom, you are the sweetest. Thank you so, so, so much. That means so much to me. I got to tell you, I am so grateful you made this for me. Can we have it a little bit later? Because I am stuffed right now. I cannot fit in another bite or I'm going to be really uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be mean. Okay. Um, number four. And one of my favorites. We think oftentimes we have to make huge changes to lose weight, massive life altering changes. And some of you who are going through the 30 day challenge are experiencing some resistance big time, right? There's a part of you that's like, when I'm saying, hey, start listening to your body, there's a part of you that's like, uh-uh, I don't wanna have to lose weight. I don't wanna have to do this. I don't wanna have to listen to my body. I don't want to, right? Your inner two-year-old's real, 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 real loud. That part of you that wants what she wants when she wants it is just having a hissy fit. What I want you to know about losing weight is that small changes matter. Small changes are oftentimes, when it comes to habits, the winning habits. So when you put yourself in control of small habits and you decide what you're willing to do, and what you're willing not to do, then you're in charge. So number four, small doable habits that you're in charge of making. Small doable habits that you're in charge of making. We don't value, listen, why is COVID so hard for so many of us? What do we value more than anything? Freedom, we wanna go where we wanna go, do what we wanna do. It is a soul level need inside of us. We want to be free. We want to be with, free with food. We want to be able to eat what we want to eat when we want to eat it. We want to have total freedom and be totally skinny and thin and amazing and wealthy and all of these things, right? 
So then when I start asking you or having an, you look at hunger and experience that, your brain, your inner two-year-old's like, why? Why do I have to do that? And you can either allow it to do that and have that hissy fit, <laughs> or you can start bringing it in and saying, you know what? Here's what I'm willing to do. Here's what I'm willing to do today to make weight loss inevitable. Here's what small habit I'm willing to shift. So I want all of you to think about what's a small doable habit that works in your life. See, the thing is, is they build on top of each other. And I've seen this from dozens and dozens and hundreds and thousands of people I've worked with over 23 years. When you start small and you start layering, the, the, what you get at the end is transformation. Going from having 10 Hershey's Kisses to five, having an eight ounce glass of wine to a seven and a half ounce glass of wine, going from no movement to going to the mailbox, to going to around the block, to going three blocks, to running a block, to being in a race. I see it all the time. We want to just be in movement because we know movement creates more movement. And I don't mean in exercise. You can be absolutely. I'm never going to say that that's bad. But I mean in movement in terms of creating the body, the weight, the life you want to have. Movement creates more movement. Small habits build on top of each other. And they create less resistance and less huge rebellion. So if you have a lot of rebellion inside of you, if you're a firecracker like me, if you're like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that. Or if you're like me and you're like, mm -mm, if somebody tells me to eat that, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do the opposite. Then you know you have a really loud, powerful inner two-year-old that wants a lot of freedom choice and options. And so you work with that part of you. If you're somebody else who's like, no, I'm really good with structure. I'm really good when I know what I'm doing for the day. Great, you have an inner two-year-old that's a little more well-behaved and you're gonna work with her. Little habits create big gains and awesome weight loss results. So look at the habits, look at the patterns in your life. What are you doing to move your body and your health forward? And are you resisting it? Because in that resistance, if you notice, okay, I'm being asked to listen to my body's hunger, or I'm trying to stop when my body's satisfied, or I am choosing to change and shift some thoughts, and you notice there's this massive resistance to that, then what you do is you tell that part of you. And we do a lot of parts work, right? Inside the inner circle and whatnot. We look at that part of you and we go, yes, what are you willing to do today? And inevitably, by asking better question to that inner two-year-old, instead of fighting her, we're just going to go, oh, well, what are you willing to do today? I'm willing to have five Hershey's Kisses instead of 10 today. I'm willing to have a popsicle instead of cake. I'm willing to wait for hunger. I'm willing, right? All of a sudden, you start getting this amazing feedback from yourself. That's like, oh, your inner two-year-old's on board now. Why? Because you actually asked her. You're actually dealing with that rebellious part of you. 
She's not this thing that you're pushing away. Oh God, I hate that part of me. I hate that rebellious part of me. I'm not going to focus on her. I'm just going to do what I'm told. And then she's sneaking back in constantly because you're telling her that you should only eat salads. And the part of you is saying, I don't even like salad. And there's this fight that ends up happening and an explosion. So we have to manage our parts. We have to incorporate that rebellious part of ourselves. That's a little bit difficult <laughs> and a little bossy and wants and craves so much freedom. But when we incorporate her in by asking ourselves and understanding what it is that we're willing to do, what we're open to create, what we're excited to do, then all of a sudden, and you even celebrate it and acknowledge it, that's the next part. Then you would celebrate it and acknowledge and go, wow, I did this today, good job. That's fantastic inner two-year-old. We really worked well together, we're doing great. And then you build on the self-talk and you build on your habits and you build your self-esteem and you start even liking yourself. Hello, weight loss, hello. Yes, resistance for many of you is the thing that's getting in the way. It's the thing that, that all of a sudden when you don't have resistance, many of you start out on a diet or a weight loss plan and you don't have any resistance, right? Because you just see in front of you this glorious you, thinner, lighter, healthier, more vibrant. And then you start bringing in maybe it's recipes or maybe it's rules or maybe it's ways of showing up and being. And then all of a sudden, there's a part of you that's like, mm -mm, I don't want to do that. Mm -mm, nope, not going to do that. And that's when all of a sudden resistance comes in. And so if we go, okay, I hear that. I hear you don't want to do this right now. Why? What are you scared of facing? Are you willing to do something else? Or what are you willing to do? Okay, and then my fifth little bonus, my fifth little bonus that will help you lose weight even faster is sitting with your emotions, allowing them in. Man, my clients who allow these emotions in and don't feel like they have to eat through them, drink through them, numb out through them, when they actually allow themselves to feel and either write through them, talk through them, share through them, go on Facebook through them and talk it out, ask for support through them, whatever it might be, Marco Polo through them, all of a sudden they get good at feeling their feelings and they're not so scared of them anymore. Some of us hate, including me, I hate feeling mad and upset and angry. I don't think anybody's like, oh, I love being upset and angry. My old thinking used to be, well, if I just eat, I'll numb that discomfort out and then I'll feel better. But the truth is, is that maybe for a minute I numbed that discomfort out, but it made me really crappy at dealing with my feelings. It made me not address and deal with the matter at hand in a very mature way. And I'm still building my maturity of facing conflict, facing my feelings. I'm still building that out because that's not something I saw a lot of. It's not something I'm very good at. I'm building that skill set of confrontation of uncomfortable feelings inside of myself. Some of you are experiencing that too. You feel something, you want to numb it out with food because you don't want to feel what you're feeling. 
but the gift of feeling your feelings is that what I found is that I'm getting better at it. I'm not so scared anymore. A bad feeling is just a bad feeling. An uncomfortable feeling is just an uncomfortable feeling. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to pass out. I don't need to go run for the hills or run for food. It's okay. So to feel that feeling instead of eating through it and numbing that feeling out, I can feel it. So I want to encourage you to feel your feelings. How many of you are feeling your feelings? Do you ever have that happen where you have this feeling and all of a sudden you find yourself opening the cabinet? I would do that. I would have this feeling and I'd be like, here we go. What's happening inside that cabinet? Had nothing to do with hunger. It had to do with me wanting to numb out. So for me to feel that now and write through it or just feel it and allow it and use my breath in through your nose, everybody out through your mouth and allow those feelings to be, then you can sit with it. And when you start getting in the habit of no longer eating, when you no longer are eating for your feelings, amazing. Guess what happens automatically? Hello, weight loss. Hello, body. Hello. Because now you trust your adult brain, your adult self to feel into whatever feeling you're having and it'll be okay. You got it. I hope these five things are really helpful for you to start really thinking about not just superficial weight loss, long-term, real, lasting weight loss. Some of you said, yes, I can definitely relate to my rebellious self. I've always had a hard time stopping with chocolate. I will try to control my inner two-year-old and compromise with a small amount. Excellent, excellent. Watch, I've always had a hard time that's the previous you. What if you were to have a new identity and try on this new identity if I have a really easy time having a small amount of chocolate? Wouldn't that be a cool identity to take on? Resistance is strong, but I'm getting better at negotiating with her and taking back control. Yes, Tam, because you're practicing it. You're showing up. You're doing the work. You're listening to these calls when you can't. You're doing so good working through your inner dialogue. Excellent. Knowing how to feel feelings is really helpful for me. That's what I'm needing work on right now. See, here's what the work I do in a nutshell. I get you honoring your body, listening to your body. And when you don't want to do it, we know it's your inner two-year-old. We know it's your thoughts, your feelings. We know that that's at the crux of this. That's actually the work. That's why I love this so much because all of you are different. All of your issues that you're going through in your lives with partners and husbands and yourself and your thoughts are all different. And that's the beauty of this work. Now, does it get easier to honor your body and listen? Of course. Does it get easier to feel your feelings? Of course. Does it get easier to navigate through things? Of course. And is there still crap that happens as you're lighter, leaner, and healthier? Yep. So I'd rather you develop those tools now on the way down. How can I stop being afraid to actually lose my weight? Dropping a pound signals me that the train is out of the station and it's going to be a process that attracts people that did not care for me when I was larger. This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful question. 
safety is a real thing. When I talk about the fact that why do we typically gain weight and that I've seen that I saw over and over in terms of patterns, protection, love, safety. So now you start losing weight, where's the protection, love and safety? You can feel very naked, very open, very vulnerable, especially if there's been any abuse, trauma or neglect or anything like that. But the job is then going in, making yourself feel safe. This is so important, everybody. We can't look to others for the safety, the protection, the love. It has to start inside of us. It's wonderful to go, oh, my husband is, makes me feel so safe and so cared for and so loved. It's actually nobody else's job to help you feel safe and comfortable in your body, except for you, okay? When you see your body, let's say, lose weight on the scale, okay? Or you see your clothes starting to get loose on yourself. Here's what you can do. You can be like, oh, I'm super proud of myself and it's okay to lose weight. I'm safe. I'm okay. I can do this. And I just put my hand on my heart center and I just feel into that feeling. And I relax the anxiety, the worry, the fear. And you know what? I empower myself and I want all of you to empower yourself to know that you're amazing. You're incredible. You've got this. You're powerful. For those of you who underwent any type of abuse, you say, I'm an adult. I can pick up a phone if I'm uncomfortable. I can call an Uber. I can call a friend. You start showing and providing and giving yourself evidence that you're strong and you're powerful and it's safe to lose weight. And that if you get attention, it's gonna be okay because you can say no. Another reason to start saying no thank you when I was telling you that taking a stand for yourself is so important in the area of weight loss, this is just another way this is expressed. No thank you, I'm not interested. Thank you for the compliment. I appreciate your compliment, that's so kind of you. No, you can't have my number. I am not interested, but thank you. You start powering yourself up, shoulders back, head tall, and stand in that power stance of knowing that you can break this wall. You can lose weight and you can be safe. And if you get attention, it's okay. It's okay. You'll be okay. And then you just give yourself evidence as to why you'll be okay. And you may need to just write it all down. I'll be okay because... It's safe to lose weight because I'm powerful because and get really clear. And you may need to write those out several times so that you reinforce into your brain that losing weight is okay. You'll be safe. You'll be protected. You'll be all right. I hope that helps. It's a brilliant, beautiful question that comes up a lot. It's really big one to work through because you don't want to unconsciously or consciously start gaining the weight back to self-sabotage you because you're not feeling safe. And so if you're feeling that and noticing, ooh, I do well and then I gain back and then I do well and then I gain the weight back. I do well and it goes back and forth. It's an opportunity for you to get intimate with yourself with safety.